Hey, what's up, everybody? What's going on? You've tuned into another episode of Youth Development, What's Working and What's Not. Tyra, how are you? I am good. How are you today, Jackie? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. How was your day? Oh, you know, I'm I'm just doing that for the first time. <laughs> it's the sigh for me. You know, it, it was a Friday. And the day was lovely outside, right? Um, but it was a lot of work today. <laughs> mm. There's a lot to be done over the past couple of days. And I just am glad that it is Friday and that we are going into the weekend. I'll just say that. I feel you on that. How you doing? Happy Friday to you, ma'am. <laughs> I know. I know. Happy Fridays all around to everyone. To everyone. I'm good. I'm good. So, you know, I... Got a little workout in this ooh, afternoon. Ooh, yes. Yeah, well, I don't know about all that because I wasn't feeling good this morning. So I said, well, okay, you know, now let me try to at least get a little something in. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to keep on with the consistency. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, so got a little workout in after work. But for the most part, um, everything's pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good, good. I think that's one of the things that sometimes we... Uh, get so busy we forget to you know take care of self so I yes. love that for you yeah <laughs> you love that for me <laughs> I cannot with her I cannot with her okay so so uh just at the stage y'all Tyra and I have been talking a lot uh this week about a whole bunch of different stuff right you know having to do of course with um youth and our different approaches you know to youth and stuff like that we had a a very informative um, um, conversation. Call, yeah, conference call last night. And so, very, very good, very good. So, um, I had this thought, and Tyra and I again have been discussing this about the whole concept of um, how do we um, approach a post secondary planning with our young people? And um, that, that seems to be kind of like a very like broad subject, but basically trying to. Um, um, get our young people on uh, a path that seems to be a very productive and successful path to what they want to do after high school. What does that look like, you know, and how can we as adults um, um, be a support to whatever it is that their vision is? Because I'm a believer that all young people have vision. I believe that, right? But I think that it's important for us as adults to be able to help them to cultivate what it is that they see and support what it is that they see and to kind of like direct and guide in any way without telling them what it is that they see. Does that make any sense, Tyra? Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So, yeah, so I I am, because I know that, you know, when we were coming up and, um, you know, college was the thing that was you know a lot of the things that our parents and our and the adults and the counselors around us you know told us that was the um the natural next move you know after you graduate right um mm-hmm. but not really um exploring any other option to say okay in order for you to be successful for you to get a good job that's what I always our parents always use that term get a good job you got to go to college and you have to follow these steps in order for you to be successful. Um, Well, as we know it, and as, you know, we have been working with young people for quite some time, of course, you know, things like the job market has completely changed. Um, Even our approaches to education has completely changed. Mm -hmm. So, so the question I want to throw out um, right now is that, Tyra, do you believe um, that you got um, some very solid advice when it came to your own post-secondary planning? Did you receive some very fruitful direction and guidance, um, you believe, when you were about to exit high school? Complete the FAFSA. (laughs) That's the... That's your advice. That's the advice you get. Complete your fast, 
apply to Howard okay. University. Mm-hmm. We'll waive your fee if you apply to Howard University. Um, I'm a first generation college student, college graduate, I should say. Um, mm-hmm. And it always, you know, when I, I'm talking about stuff like this, it I, I just love to, you know, have that Sankofa moment and think back. So I appreciate even just the way you asked, right? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> as you were talking, I started to say, girl, no. <laughs> <laughs> but trying to, you know, trying to uh, be obedient and follow your instructions. <laughs> <laughs> say it how you feel it. Say it however you feel it. We don't have any formalities on this show. Mm-mm. No, but it, it, it forced me to to think, you know, about what I did receive and what I did receive outside of go to college mm. <laughs> was complete your FAFSA. And, <laughs> you know, obviously, you know, go to an HBCU. That part I did not do, which in the back of my head, you know, some days I wonder what would my life be like if I actually went to an HBCU? Mm-hmm. However, I do appreciate um all of the experiences because they helped me become who I am mm-hmm. um that I received at Denison University and then at Roosevelt University um but in terms of advice fruitful advice was to <laughs> 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 be specific ma'am was there mm-hmm. fruitful advice um I can just say that the the experiences that I have had uh, especially around my post-secondary career, fuels what I do, mm. <laughs> fuels my, my current career. Um, and I also think about, you know, my daughter and how much she'll be in such a different situation if she chooses to go to college. Mm-hmm. Um, but the advice that I can remember was, was just those three things. Go to college, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, complete your FAFSA, Make mm-hmm. sure stuff is on time, obviously, right? Um, and I think part of that too is, um, and then you know, I I, I I say that in jest, but that was part of my advisement was <laughs> to apply to Howard because of the the waving of the fee. Um, mm. However, um, well, I, okay, and actually, let me let me back up because again, I'm trying to a- answer the question a- as best I can, right? With the mm-hmm. actual truth of of what happened, mm-hmm. um, I was also um, nominated twice for a program called Posse, mm-hmm. um, and because I was nominated for that program, there was not a large amount of money sitting around waiting on me to go to college right Mm. um that was an opportunity that I also took right um and I won't say that I was advised to do it but again I was nominated for um the posse program and again because of that um that that kind of um that shot the arrow for the trajectory of where I was going right Mm-hmm. um and and the opportunities that I would have and again it's a blessing I count it as a blessing but the thing about posse is you had to apply um early this mm-hmm. that uh and I, I don't I believe that there are some of this is still true right I'm not sure if all of this is true but um as a posse uh nominee you're going through the steps and the rigors of, you know, trying to become a posse scholar. Once mm-hmm. you get to a certain step, um, you are then, uh, um, you know, given the choice to say, what, what are your three, your top three posse schools? So schools that actually campuses, college campuses and universities that actually have the posse program at them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so again, I'm thinking about that in, too, in terms of advising students and how, um, students are, are encouraged or influenced, if you will, to make a decision because my decision was made early, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Um, my decision at that time probably would have been made if we had our, our posse, um, what was it called? Not, not a graduation, but if we had our posse, uh, award recipient, you know, sco- uh, scholarship award uh, ceremony and that was in December of my senior year right my early decision would have been sent and shipped in 
right <laughs> um you know very early on in the year right so anyhow I say all that to say um that was uh, I have to I have to credit that to being part of the advisement of my path mm-hmm. um and you know I think I I think I turned out okay <laughs> <laughs> why did I <laughs> um but there were things that even when I got to my senior year, even getting to, you know, my second year as a, as a grad student at Roosevelt, I was sorely um, missing, right? There, there were gaps in, in, in the knowledge that I had about what college even was then as, a, as somebody who was coming out of it or what it could have been had mm-hmm. I been armed with um, other knowledge, other data points, <laughs> Mm-hmm. If you will, mm-hmm. um, yeah, because because you because you now have a very prominent position in your organization now. Well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> y'all see what I go through, Miss Jackie. So prominent isn't the word of choice. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Do I have a title? Yes, yes, uh-huh. I have a title. Um, and again, being that I am a new staff a new staff member right a new team member um and again part of my the way I experienced college right now working at a university part of the way I experienced my academic career uh and now working with students that if you would have been in one of the meetings today Miss Jackie Mm -hmm. that I had with some of my students um it is not lost on me that I I am really in this role because I don't want students to have the same feelings, the same um, experiences, again, in terms of gaps in information, right? Holes in their information that I had as I was going into college, while I was there and coming out of college, coming out of my post-secondary degrees, right? Mm -hmm. So when you said something about the way you said that just kind of triggered me based on the day that I've had today. Oh my. Um, and it's one of those things where it's like, I'm, I'm constantly trying to figure out how I'm shifting and how I am, um, you know, leading with grace to be able to actually impact students. So mm-hmm. prominent again is questionable, but, <laughs> but am I trying <laughs> Am I trying to make positive change? Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And y'all, y'all don't let don't let Tyra fool y'all. She is in a very influential position um, at her organization. So that that don't let her fool you on that. <laughs> but I mean, so I um I, and so I asked all that um, to say because I think the conversation around. Um, post-secondary planning um, itself has changed uh, dramatically, mm-hmm. you know, from when mm-hmm. uh, we were in high school and such. Um, because I always encourage young people now, because I'm thinking about my experience, because, let's see, I graduated, mm, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I graduated. <laughs> so uh, I am uh, a, a Jones commercial alum. Woo, woo. Um, <laughs> So yeah, um, well yeah, it's it's what is Jones College Prep now. It's all uh, advanced and and fancy now, you and know. What but, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you know, back in the day, you know, it, it was us and you know Whitney Young that was kind of like you know supposedly uh, um, up there as far as like I don't know if necessarily like top tier or whatever, but you know, as far as like concentrating on like business and different things like that, you know, we get we got a lot of exposure to. Um, different career um, opportunities or whatever. So blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. That was back in the day, right? So, um, but I want to say that I don't necessarily recall actually sitting down uh, with a counselor discussing, um, okay, what exactly it is and having that conversation about, okay, what exactly it is that you want to do or what are you thinking about um, going into again, you know, we were exposed to you know different um, um, office related um, mm. um, fields and you know different things like that. As far as like what one could um, 
um, expect to experience, you know, coming out of high school, whatever, you know, we had that concentration, but as far as like an in-depth conversation about, you know, what are you interested in and, and how can we help you to uh, pursue your interests? I, I, unfortunately, I didn't have that conversation. And so I'm thinking now that as we uh, consider um, the conversation that we have with our young people about, you know, what are their plans for um, high school? Because, I mean, not only just that, the times that we're living in, you know, they are dealing with so much. Um, and then on top of them trying to graduate, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, dealing with different, like, stressors and you know and and all these different other triggers that goes along with you entering into adulthood and so um i i think that is is extremely important uh for us to have a well-rounded conversation Mm -hmm. when it comes to um us talking to our young adults about the future and how we can uh, best support them because i mean the whole college conversation i used to be a college pusher (laughs) <laughs> I did. I used to be a college pusher, you know, uh, within my organization project increase, you know, I used to be team college all day long. But then once I began to realize and had more than one young person, you know, um, tell me that I'm just flat out not interested. And, and this is just not just about college. We're just talking about post-secondary period. Um more than one more than one young person telling me that they were just flat out not interested in college okay so then my conversation began to change as they were coming to me you know and we were having this discussion so so now my approach is well okay if it's not college then what is it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so to give them an opportunity to say okay because what they were considering may not necessarily um, need to um, um, include a, a, a four-year degree or even a two-year degree or what have you, you know. So because times have changed, of course, the job market is completely different, right? And they're even, now check this, check this. Now, I'm, I'm a little salty about this, right? So I went to school for <laughs> finance, accounting, all that different other jazz, right? And so I graduated around the time that all of that financial fraud was going on, right? Mm, okay. And so, you know, when Enron collapsed and all these different other um, big financial entities, you know, just fell apart. When we were in school, you know, not really uh, oblivious to it, but, you know, we didn't have like an in-depth knowledge of it. So we are here trying to strive and get all these internships and, you know, to see, okay, because I want to go and work at a finance firm, right? Just mm-hmm. to get out and there'd be a huge hiring freeze in that field. Mm. Wow. So, so, so it was like, you know, you were kind of salty um, at the time, you know, when, when I graduated. But now, which is interesting, a lot of financial firms, um, and I don't want to be, be calling no names or whatever, but I did um, research and I realized that a lot of um, big name financial firms do not require a degree anymore. You can actually go through their training, go through their program and get whatever licensing or whatever training that you need to start directly. Mm. It doesn't require you to, to have a four year degree. Oh, wow. A little salty about that. <laughs> and I'm like, well, wait a minute. You know what I'm saying? So you're telling me in order for me to be an investment banker, I didn't need a degree. But you and you see how uh, <laughs> I started to say, you see how many lives you could change with just. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all help me. <laughs> but you know what I meant. <laughs> yeah. Um, how you. Uh, one, how much debt mm-hmm. the young people in your lives, you know, could could uh, be prevented from having. Yes, I really mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, Absolutely. Mm-mm. That's ooh. Let's talk about the saltiness, though. <laughs> you, you know, you know, feeling like super. It it is is definitely the saltiness for me because I'm like, wait a minute. So you're telling me that because there are so many programs now available to young people whether they want to take a gap year or whatever where they can get 
on actual on the job training, depending on what it is that they're interested in. And mm-hmm. a lot of these companies, again, and even the whole market, the whole um, um, education college market has changed where now some, well, not some, a lot of colleges are offering reduced or free tuition. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I think about like city, um, uh, city of Chicago, city colleges of Chicago. Let me get it right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it was a big thing, um, maybe about four or five years ago when they came out and said, you know, if you have a certain GPA, your tuition is free, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that was game changing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, And I just think about, again, the number of, um, and I know you're talking about something, you know, vocational, not exactly uh, the same, same system, right? Or the same location in terms of, or same type of schooling, right? Right. But I think one of the things that was definitely a a detriment to a lot of our young people, and I mean, you know, young people of color, let me be very specific. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Um, was the pulling of, you know, a lot of those vocational, um, vocational pathways from schools. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even, you know, the, the connectivity to unions, the connectivity to, um, a lot of our schools and this wasn't my reality. Right. Cause I also, again, being able, I think the experience that I had in part was led by the program I was in in high school. So I was in a program called IB, International Baccalaureate, right? We had to, (laughs) and people still laugh about this, like almost 20 years later, right? But Mm -hmm. uh, we had to be in a certain, because it wasn't that many of us. So we literally would be walking from class to class together, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, in, In our high school. And I think because of that, um and uh, again bless their hearts I had some counselors that really cared about us right Mm -hmm. but they had so many other students that they really could not help us as much as they wanted to and Mm -hmm. that's still the that's still the case with a lot of our students right now um but I think because again us being in that program they kind of didn't take as seriously the things that we needed slash we didn't know the right the right questions to ask Mm -hmm. um so that's really why i say like you know thinking about the number (laughs) and again the number of lives that you could say right i say that in jest but again thinking about the number of lives that you could impact even just with those nuggets that you just shared with jackie that's mind-blowing yeah you know because i'm just like because i know that there are um, um, a lot of choices that young people have now, you know, uh, again, um, some of them are opting to not go, uh, the college route, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. some, and, you know, I, and I've seen, you know, mm-hmm. and we've talked about this, how some young people are beginning to, um, make money in entertainment, mm-hmm. you know, and say, well, okay, I'm making, I'm bringing in basically mama your salary <laughs> with my tiktok videos <laughs> so it's like you know and again it's like what do you say to that you know what i'm saying because you say i want you to do something productive and you know and i definitely don't want you to do anything illegal or whatever okay i'm sitting here in my living room making tiktok videos and i'm and i'm pulling in six seven thousand dollars a month you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so it's like well it's like what do you say to that you know what i'm saying so but at the same time it's like the sustainability of that is what I would want to explore, yeah. you know? Okay. Cause you, you hot right now cause you're 19, you know what I'm saying? But I don't see too many, uh, 40 year old TikTok stars. Listen, I'm going to be 40 and have me a TikTok. <laughs> you're going to be on TikTok at 40. Listen, <laughs> They bringing in that kind of money. I'm, I'm pretty sure a, another app or some sort of something by the time you turn 40 would be <laughs> the came out. Be around. You know what I'm saying? And then you're going to have to learn that. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody gets, who got the energy? See, these young people, they got energy too. <laughs> who got the energy for all of that? But it, you know what's crazy about it, though? I think um, I think about this often, too. Uh, I, and I remember having this type of conversation with um, 
Jackie, when I say friends, don't, you know, I know you're not going to feel away, but <laughs> this yeah. is before I met you. Um, and, you know, a group of, uh, of women like us, right, and asking them, are there things that you feel like are missed opportunities in your, in, you know, in your life, in your career, et cetera, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes I think about, you know, the fact that YouTube uh, in the same vein as TikTok now, right? But YouTube yes. became such a thing, like it blew up right after we had left college. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you think about like, again, being able to be armed with that type of cash flow, right? As mm-hmm. a college student, um, being able to be armed with that type of money, even, you know, even for the students uh, or for our young people that choose not to, right? My Again, you're talking about like, um, being hot and like being able to sustain it. I'm talking about what are they doing with this money right now? Right? <laughs> <laughs> like I am so, that's the question that's burning and you know, I started to say burning my pockets, but <laughs> <laughs> but that's the question like that's on my mind. Like, you know, what type of financial planning, you know, mm-hmm. again, I can only, and I think we talked about this too um, in past shows or past episodes, like, having so much money at such a young age right mm-hmm, what does mm-hmm. that do to to your mind right what does that do to your to your psyche what does that do um and then also for the uh, the young people who are who are helping parents right mm-hmm. um what does that say you know again what does that say to you uh as a young adult and now you're paying more bills than you've ever paid, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or you're helping with more bills than you've ever helped with. And it's like, do I even have time for college now? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Because, you know, because uh, I watch, I think I watch more YouTube than I do anything like Hulu or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I watch, you know, a lot of like natural hair videos. And these these are young people, you know, yes. saying, still in their 20s. You know, some, and then you see um, some of them, I was able to quit my job and I bought this house. Yes. It's like, bro, you're 22. Yeah. So it's like, what the world? And, you know, so, uh, and again, you know, no no shade, no hate or nothing like that. You know, I'm just wondering, how how in the world did you do that? And and how did I miss the mark when I was 22? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But, (laughs) you know, I'm just like, well, okay, Uh, again, the conversation, um, us as adults, um, well, I say older, um, it has to switch, you know, mm-hmm. when we are working with our young people. It has to because it was kind of like frowned upon, you know, we were coming up, we would have said, I want to go into entertainment. I want to be that artist. Girl, please. <laughs> like, you want to do what? You know what I'm saying? It was like, okay, so you want to rap, you want to sing, what do you want to do? This and that. And so, when we were having that conversation, it was it was like a total mm-mm. But now it's like, well, okay. So, because I remember you know, some young people, again, came to me. They were, um, they had their own little group. Had a nice little following. Well, even to this day, a nice little following on Instagram, whatever. They were doing shows. They were doing shows, you know, doing live shows. And uh, they came to me and somebody actually approached them with a contract. Mm. and they the were all thickest. hyped <laughs> right you know what I'm saying they were all hyped they were all excited uh, Auntie Jackie look at that we got a contract this and that they did a show because yeah, uh, mostly everybody calls me Auntie Jackie right mm-hmm. they got a show you know what I'm saying they're doing the show they came back with a contract so hyped so excited this and that but the thing about it is they couldn't read the contract not that they couldn't read oh, but they Lord. didn't understand the verbiage right oh lord okay um so i read it read over it i said sweetheart do not sign this because they got the contract from so they're up and coming artists and they were approached by an up and coming producer mm. so it's like so you know he's young you're young you know what i'm saying how can he actually guarantee the amount that he's trying to uh, say that he's going to pay you. You know what I'm saying? So if you mm-hmm. get booked at a club or whatever, you know what I'm saying? How much are you going to get from the door? How, you know, are you going to get something from the bar? All these different other things, you know, that, that go into um, uh, that you have to consider as you being an artist. Right. And, and to know that, and to understand that hopefully nobody's trying to screw you over. You know, because right now you, you you're excited, which is wonderful. I'm and I'm glad that you're excited, but you know there are other uh, facets 
to you as an artist and it's not just what you do directly yeah you know, now we're talking yes. about money right yeah you know what I'm saying? and i told them because this person wanted basically wanted them to be tied up with them for like seven or eight years like they wanted to um um, not own their music or whatever, but they wanted to be connected to them for like the next seven or eight years as he was producing their um, their stuff. And I'm like, um, he's not, you know, he's not no established person. Yeah. So, that's a, and that's a long time. <laughs> it, 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 it is. And so I'm like, please do not sign. I said, baby, do, do, do not sign this. Tear this up. Tell them that you're not interested. Do not sign this. You know, and then when I broke it down to them like that, then it was kind of like, oh, okay. But again, they just saw all these words and, you know what I'm saying, sign here, sign there. They think, okay, now they have made it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, that's crazy though. I'm thinking about what you're describing and, you know, their experience. Mm -hmm. um and again this piece of paper right Mm -hmm. that they brought to you and I think about our college students too um who again didn't have somebody like you Mm -hmm. and then they get that piece of paper and it's like oh now what what do I do now Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and it's just it's just so mind-blowing to me that one first of all (laughs) And I know we say this in the black community, but um, I, I think a lot of times we're seeing it in in for other students or students um, who wouldn't identify as people of color too. But mm-hmm. um, the the pushing, first of all, the pushing of a bachelor's degree, right, mm-hmm. um, to obtain a job or to obtain some form of a p- employment has one. It- you can't even a lot of times you can't even really say just go get your bachelor's degree you mm-hmm. <laughs> you really got to be asking students about being in college for the next six years right what are you going to do after right. you get this bachelor's degree are you gonna get some other form of um, you know master's degree or doctorate or something right mm-hmm. um because all of the job app uh, not job applications all of the job descriptions now are pushing master's degrees depending on what field you're in Mm -hmm. and again I think that's part of the that needs to be part of the conversation too right Mm -hmm. so you can't just uh send a student into college without sharing hey you know once you get here depending on what program you're in especially for those students that really don't like school right Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and sending them into schools without giving them the full scope of what it takes to actually get a particular job or what it takes to actually again in the case of you know your your babies in the case of that group Mm -hmm. um what does it actually take to be a successful entertainer or entertaining group Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah because i mean um, going back to the whole um, concept of being a, an entertainer, you know, because when you're first starting out, you're not going to be able to pay an accountant. You're not going to be mm, able to pay mm-hmm. um, a business manager or whatever. All of that is going to be on on you. You know what I'm saying? So thinking about all aspects um, of what it is that you're, that you're trying to do. And again, not just the part that you like, because the part that you like, you can do that easy. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's how you got the following that you got. You know, you 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 downloaded your little song on on what is it on SoundCloud or on YouTube or whatever, and you know, people were able to hear it, you know, and then you know that's how you know you got the following that you have. But now that you are you stepping into another arena of of your entertainment career, you know, there's there's more knowledge that needs to be acquired. Yeah. And again, so and 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 if you don't want to go and sit into anybody's classroom, right? YouTube, I'm telling you, is a beautiful <laughs> resource. I I I'm telling you, I learned so much stuff on on YouTube. Uh, there you can search for writing contracts, reading contracts, you know what I'm saying? All different other verbiage on there and and Google is also your friend. If you don't if you just made up in your mind, I just don't want to go sit in somebody's classroom, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's totally fine and dandy. But at the same time, I, I'm a believer that you will never be divorced from the need of education, right? So 
um, you're going to always need to be educated in whatever it is that you want to do. So, but your education doesn't necessarily encompass a four-year degree. However, you need to be educated on anything um, that you're trying to do. So these different resources that are out here for you to do so, I think it's important that we, you know, tell our young people to take advantage of that because, again, uh, it's not just about what it is that you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, Miss Jackie, can I ask? Um... Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> you got to brace Tyra. You got to brace Why Tyra's you got to do me like that? <laughs> you, you have to brace my questions. Like, oh, God. What oh, is Lord. <laughs> I'm going to ask it anyway. <laughs> As you're so well, okay, a couple things. Mm-hmm. Um, you said earlier with Project Increase, you were very much a college pusher. Right? I was. Um, can you talk to us a little bit? And I know you, you started on it, right? But I feel like th- there was a story behind it too. Mm-hmm. Um, you you started talking about um the young people in the the group, but you mm-hmm. said something about you know young people saying no, I don't want to go. Was mm-hmm. there a deciding or was it the was it this group that made you, you know, kind of shift being the college pusher per se? Mm-hmm. Um, or was there like, you know, a, a, a again, a, a certain experience that made you, you know, kind of kind of shift and uh, not shift, but in, involve other other post-secondary options into mm-hmm. your guidance with students? Mm-hmm. Yeah, not people. yeah, not just them. Um, you know, it, it was more young, more and more young people I saw uh, that were coming to me saying, that, okay, I want to do X, Y, and Z, but I just don't want to go to college. Mm-hmm. And as that became more and more prevalent, uh, I said, well, okay, my conversation, if they're going to keep coming to me, my conversation has to change because they keep saying the same thing. I mean, I just don't want to go, not interested, don't want to spend that time or whatever. I want to do this, but I don't necessarily want to spend the next four years in college. So again, my that's what prompted me to uh, begin to change my language uh, with the young people that were coming to me. So I'd be like, okay, if it's not college, then what is it? Mm-hmm. And what was their responses like to that that part of the question? Because I think, and the reason I, I you know, I'm intentional. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I had to have you like go through that part again because sometimes I think um, people hear young people, students say, "I don't want to go to college," right? And they just mm-hmm. wash their, they kind of you know wash their hands of it, right? But they don't mm-hmm. actually ask that follow up question that you asked, mm-hmm. right? 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 So if they if they have not necessarily made up their mind on a career choice, right? So they may say, okay, I may be interested in this. I'm interested in law. I'm interested in um, business, whatever this and that. But I don't, it's like they, they didn't know what they wanted to do, but they knew for sure that they didn't want to go to college. That their next step was not to go to college. Mm-hmm. So again, I guess that's what um, um, prompted me to ask that question. Okay, so then, okay, you you know you're about to leave high school, right? Mm-hmm, and you're mm-hmm. saying that you don't want to go to college. But, okay, so again, if it's not college, then what is it? So are you willing to, because um, um, they, they could, some of them were working, some of them were not. So, but they know that they wanted to eventually get into uh, a certain career, but they just did not want to spend the next four years in college. So I said, okay. So again, we started to research different alternatives for them to um, explore their career um, um, options uh, apart from college, right? So, okay, I said, okay, this organization has this type of program or whatever, whether it was mm, uh, a gap year program or or something to where uh, we would find different organizations that had um, some sort of training Mm-hmm. similar to what it is that they were interested in okay have you thought about this maybe try this maybe i can set you up you know um in an appointment or an interview with this organization it's like, okay you know they would be more open and more apt to um entertaining that idea and then maybe down the line maybe when they become more um 
more stable mm-hmm. um, in what it is that they want to do uh, within the company. And if the company say, well, okay, uh, in order for you to move up, I need you to um, have this level of education. And then maybe they'll have an opportunity for the company to pay, to pay for it. But out the gate, they were just not interested. So we had to work around, okay, so if this is not where we want to go, how do we go around this? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I love that, again, and that this is why, I'm, again, kind of why I'm asking this, right? Because I, uh, I just believe in my heart that so, so many of us don't know how to have the conversations that you're having with young people. Mm-hmm. Um, and really... <laughs> A lot of what you're doing, a lot of what you're doing, a lot of the um, questions that you're asking is, again, seeking knowledge, mm-hmm. but not e- not telling the young person, this is what you should do. Right. Um, and that, can you talk a little bit about why that's so important, too? Right. Because, I, again, I believe that young people have vision. I, I, I do believe that because I remember I remember uh, and shout out to uh, a CLX, uh, the Chicago Learning Exchange. I participated. Yes. <laughs> I participated in their um, uh, in one of their festivals of learning mm-hmm. COVID. Right. And uh, I thought that I was going to get paired up because they so whoever um, has are familiar with that festival of learning i think it's like for a week or for for like mm-hmm. maybe five days or so they pair you up with a school or um or youth organization and you go and you teach whatever it is you know that you're interested in right and so um, i thought that i was gonna um be at a high school and i ended up with some fifth graders on the west side which was so and but it was so powerful because we talked about vision Right, and I entitled the the curriculum I see, and so we ended up talking about vision, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, and even in that fifth grade classrooms, I said, okay, well, what is it that you want to be? What is it that you want to be when you grow up? Some say, I want to be a firefighter. I want to be this. I wanna, I want to be on TV and whatever. And so, even in that having that conversation with those fifth graders, having to having to had to tailor my curriculum down, not not down, but, you know, tailor it to, um, to, for it to fit that fifth grade class. I said, okay, well, what kind of person does a firefighter have to be? They mm-hmm. have to be strong. They have to be fast or whatever, you know. And so as we were doing that, you know, they became really, really engaged and they didn't even realize that they had vision even in the fifth grade. Mm. That's powerful. You know what I'm saying? So they, they didn't even realize that, you know, because I, I don't know, like, how often or even if they were having that conversation with them at their grade level. But to know that, you know, even if you talk about, okay, what is it that you want to be when you grow up? And what mm-hmm. kind of person do you think that that person has to be? That person has to be a smart. That person has to be fast, you know. So I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> Are you smart? Yeah. Are you fast? Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, so and so that that was the whole vibe mm-hmm. of the whole classroom afterwards. And I got like really good um reviews, if you will, from the young people uh when the when the festival was over. That like, you coming back, right? No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not, but you know. <laughs> but you know but we did um uh, we were able to keep in contact you know uh, with them or whatever but just um after the festival but i said all that to say um, um young people they do have the capacity to develop vision yeah without us as adults trying to give it to them yeah and, and again so, so <laughs> me being the career person i'm even thinking you know just uh the fact that you said fifth grade, right? Mm-hmm. And we know a lot of um, people did have never had that experience as a young person, right? One, mm-hmm. but also not as a young person as young as what, 11, 12. Mm-hmm. Uh, so God forbid, you know, but we got some of our 13 year olds who are still in fifth grade because mm. no child left behind is a thing. Anyhow, <laughs> I'll digress. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... 
Yeah, it, I don't know. I just feel so strongly about the fact that if we start even having these conversations earlier, right? And that's why I said, you know, what you're doing um, and being able to have that type of conversation with young people and extracting information, right? Because one of the things that we we like to pretend as adults, right, is that we've never been in young people's shoes before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so, and again, you know, be, I will say also, you know, as an adult priority, right, and um, prioritizing the day to day, sometimes as parents, sometimes as teachers, we can't uh, fathom having those type of conversations with young people, right? But mm. what would it have done, Miss Jackie, to your life if somebody would have been asking you the questions that you are asking young people right now, if somebody would have been asking you those questions much earlier? I think it would have uh, um, gave me better direction. Um, um, and again, as I began to venture into um, the latter part of my teens and into adulthood, um, it would have taken out um, some of the apprehension, a lot of the um, anxiety, because because <laughs> uh, um, let me uh, go off a little bit. So mm-hmm. me and my cousin, we went to the same high school, right? We both went to Jones. And so we had this plot and this plan, right? That we Wait a minute, to- you said plot? Oh, Lord. we did. We did. Her and I, we had this, we had this plan that we were both going to graduate high school and go off to the military together and explore the world together right so um that that was the plan right and so I had I didn't tell my parents I didn't tell my mama nothing like that but um I started to um study for the ASVAB um and I started to you know uh uh get ready to you know take like the physical tests or whatever you know to to get into the army and stuff like that and I, I, I honestly, I don't know how my mama found out. I'm trying to think to this day. I don't know how my mama found out. But again, our plan was to go to the military. I think I had, did I take the test? I think I, I got over the physical part. And I didn't, no, that was the reverse. I took the, the ASVAB. I didn't take the physical part. And she was just like, no, you you going to college. And I was mm-hmm. like, Wait, how, I'm trying to think about how did you how did you find out? Because I didn't tell you, so I, mm. I to this day I don't remember how she found out that I planned on going to the military. But it was like, no, you're going to college. So I was like, okay. And so then, okay, fine. So I started to apply to different colleges. Right, I'm thinking I'm gonna go out of state because I wanted to get away. My whole <laughs> my 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 whole overall goal was to get away. So I got accepted to a college in Cali and DC. Um, Cali, DC, uh, I think Florida too. So I was like, okay, mama, you know, I, I got to step into these colleges and that. Yeah, no, y'all need you to apply to one here. Really? <laughs> really, lady? Like, yeah, yeah, no, you're not going away either. What? Okay. So, um, I started at, um, Robert Morris uh, right out of, um, high school. So long story short or whatever, again, I don't know how my mama found out about our plot. You know, I was supposed to be traveling the world with my cousin. My cousin ended up going to the military. You know, she, she ended up going to the military, but she left me. So, oh. <laughs> you know. well, it's, you see, and I asked that question because, again, it's so many young people that don't have the opportunity to be able to explore that right Mm -hmm. the what Mm -hmm. you want to do what what are you passionate about right we kind of push I don't know how this works in other countries but in in America definitely in Chicago we push students um to what we think is best for them Mm -hmm. um we push students into um I, I wish, actually, I'm, I'm going to say it this way. I'm going to try to speak life into this. I wish we would push students more into apprenticeships, mm. um, into um, the type of employment and career fields that actually uh, is able to develop skills much earlier on. Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately, I don't see a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Right. We got we got some really nice um, and some really effective 
summer programs for young people, right? But mm-hmm. even extend, even thinking um, how to enhance that, right? And how mm-hmm. to make uh, one the uh, grammar school, middle school, elementary school, whatever you call it, right? I call it mm-hmm. <laughs> grammar school, but uh, depending on where you are in the in the country, here in Chicago, we say grammar school. But yeah, <laughs> uh, those middle school grades, right? Uh, really, you know, uh, building out programming that helps middle school grades and definitely, definitely high school. I feel like even that's too late. But uh, curriculum during the day that helps them focus their minds about, hey, what am I going to do the next 20 years out into my life? Right. Mm-hmm. Who Again, what you're what you're talking about, talking to students about who I want to be, what type of uh, contribution do I want to make to society? Those mm-hmm. are questions that some of our young people just don't even get asked mm-hmm. until it's too late, unfortunately. Yeah. And then, you know, because I don't know. Uh, at, at what grade that they start uh, with their counselor mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. in high school. I know they have, of course, they have to see them like your senior year or whatever, this and that. But I think sometimes, too, that that can be uh, a little um, not overbearing. What's the word I want to use? I think that can be um, a little misleading, if you will, because you, we haven't talked about this for four years and now you're on me senior year. You need to make a decision. You do this. Okay, what you want to do? What you want to do? And so by that time, they have a thousand and one decision that they have to make at 17, mm-hmm. at 18. You know what I'm saying? And coupled with graduation, you know what I'm saying? And all the other things. Okay, I got to apply this college. I got to do this. I got to do that. When um, I think the earlier that we get to them, uh like before they get to high school, like start maybe like seventh grade, eighth grade or whatever to get them to start to thinking about different um, um, options after high school. That way they can alleviate some of that pressure by the time because they because by that time um, their exposure may be limited. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if, but if they were exposed to different options in eighth grade mm-hmm. in ninth grade mm-hmm. or whatever so that they pick so if they want to go into let's say medicine right they want to um, um go to medical school right so they can know what does the MCAT comprised of you know what I'm saying and stuff like that or if they want to go to law school what is on the LSAT you know what I'm saying so that by the time that I want to actually go to college and make up my mind I want to go into this field that I don't feel overwhelmed mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying yeah. so it's like okay so it could be used to the idea of me having to be not only just in college if they want to like let's say if they want to pursue a, a field of medicine not just idea wrapping my mind around the idea of me being away for four years but then after that I have to get into medical school which probably gonna take up another eight years of my life yeah yeah and it, it's I think that's the other thing too like being able to get uh get the exposure early also helps them understand what they don't want to do right Absolutely. Mm-hmm. um I, I'm, I'm reading this article and it says a lack of interest in STEM subjects at age 10 is unlikely to change by age 14. <laughs> So if you imagine as a 10 year old, right, uh, I think I was in fourth grade when I turned 10, um, fourth, uh, fourth grade, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, right. I graduated, uh, I graduated from eighth grade when I was 14. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, that, that puts me on a different trajectory if I know that sooner, right. Mm-hmm. If I know I don't want to be a mathematician, if I know I don't want to teach math, right. If I know I like science, right. Mm-hmm. But I actually don't like, uh, blood, <laughs> right. <laughs> I know I don't like, you know, dissecting things. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that gives me a, a definitely a different overview. I'm, I'm sorry, a, d- a different outlook on um you know just some even the classes i would want to take as a high school student mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, but yeah yeah um well i'm trying to see so with that um as youth advocates as parents you know for all those that are listening out there um i hope that we can uh take this um conversation and begin to um, 
start if we have not already have conversations with our young people you know about what the future looks like for them and what exactly do they see themselves involved in and if it is something especially this is to the parents now if it is something that you know maybe not what you thought of or not mm-hmm. what you um, wanted for them mm-hmm. it's okay uh, I, I, I want every parent that, that it's okay if they want to do something different than what you thought you know so okay so if it is again maybe not saying that you should be like disappointed or whatever but again if what they want to do what what they want to do um is does not comprise of of college it's okay so i think the the conversation then be okay if you don't want to go to college then what is it so that then um um alleviates any strife any arguing or whatever because now that that uh, that dialogue is beginning to happen Right. Mm -hmm. And so as that dialogue continues, maybe, you know, then um, an an opportunity will open up for you to impart more wisdom um, into your child or into the the young people um, that you work with without there being um, without there being any pressure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. So that they won't feel pressure to give you an answer that you want to hear. But it's not the truth. Yeah. And you know what? I think, um, right, so if you don't, and again, I'm thinking about the the conversation that could be had, right, and the way the conversation could go. So, okay, uh, I'll use my daughter's name, Samia, right? You don't want to go to college. Cool. How are you going to support yourself, mm-hmm. right? What are you going to do to take care of yourself? Because I also realize, again, for a lot of parents, um our age right it was pushed on us go to college as the next step right Mm -hmm. and I'm even thinking about the way that I have been introduced to some college students and their parents and it is very much a handing off of Mm. um you know this is my this is my child this is my baby right take care Mm of them Um, so in some aspects, right, um, uh, not us as in you and I, right, but some parents could want their, you know, their young people to go to college so they can help, you know, find themselves so they can help explore, right, uh, mm-hmm. explore their options, not so much the job piece or the career piece or what they're going to learn, right, mm-hmm. but then there are some um, parents who don't know how to help them navigate that, so they think, sending them to college or sending them away to school will help with that mm-hmm. um and it, it also <laughs> I think um again the question though needs to become for especially for our young people that don't want to go okay cool I can't take care of you for the rest of your life mm-hmm. what are you going to what is going to you know fuel your motivation to take care of yourself mm-hmm. <laughs> um and I also, I wanted to ask this question earlier and I forgot, Miss Jackie. So when your mom said that you couldn't go away to college, do mm-hmm. you think that was because of y'all's family dynamic? Do you think it was because of um, like financial situations fi- or just maybe she just wasn't ready for you to be that far away? She wasn't ready. It had nothing, it had nothing to do, had nothing to do <laughs> with finances. None to, no, she was just not trying because I, I was her baby. So I, I, I'm the youngest. So she was not trying to think about her youngest daughter off in in California, off in D.C. by herself, whatever. I don't know if that gave her anxiety. I don't know. But she was not having it. And I was like, are you serious? You told me I couldn't go to the military. I need to apply for college. I got into college, and you still tripping. So it's like... And see, I, this is why I love conversations uh, on YDWW Chicago because <laughs> you go get the real tea, number one. And then two, you get to hear if you're not having these type of conversations with your young person, if you're not having these type of conversations uh, with your child at home, right, or mm-hmm. a young person that you mentor we try our best to give you, again, that perspective and that 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 look behind the thought patterns of of a young person right Mm -hmm. um 
and I, I, I just appreciate even just the, the lightheartedness <laughs> with the way you said, you know, no, she just, you know, wanted me to be close by, right? Mm-hmm. Because I, I will say this too, sometimes, um, you know, as adults, people force what they want on their child because they're afraid and they it's not that I don't think it's that they want to limit them right I feel Mm -hmm. like people who are good parents right people who are invested in their children people who wanted to be parents in the first place right Mm -hmm. um want to see them thrive but because of the fears and because of our backgrounds and because of things that we have experienced we placed we unintentionally place um those fears on our young person right Mm -hmm. um we unintentionally you know limit them uh and and stop them and hold them back from their dreams sometimes Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I, i don't think you know i'm not gonna speak for you but being somebody that understands the just the the once in a lifetime opportunity, right, of being able to leave the country or mm-hmm. leave the city when you're mm-hmm. in Chicago and as a young person feeling like, oh my God, I got to get out of here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, I, I just wonder how many, how many young people have been, I don't want to use the word deprived, right? Because I think, you know, you've had a a wonderful career, like you've Mm -hmm. had awesome experiences since that moment, right? Yes. But there are some young people that would look at that and like really not be able to bounce back from that type of conversation with a parent. That is so true. That is so true. Um, And and then that's where um, I think that other adults like mentors um, that are around them um, could be able to um, facilitate that conversation as well mm-hmm. to bring mm-hmm. in the parent and to say, okay, let's all um, look at, look at this from possibly from a different way, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. um, there was no third party, <laughs> there was no referee, it was just no, you ain't going. It was like, oh, okay, so. But, and it's so interesting in my experience it was like well what you gonna do right <laughs> you gonna figure this out because we can't help like not that you know there wasn't the want and the desire to help me figure it out but literally just not having had the experience right uh-huh um so wow that's mm, that's interesting when you're talking about the the referee and again those those uh other trusted adults yeah yeah absolutely absolutely huh so, looking at the time, this has been this has been a, a very awesome conversation. As always, as mm-hmm. always, we are youth development. What's working and what's not definitely got to plug that. We are a um, safe space for youth advocates to share their strategies and challenges to supporting youth. Uh, be sure to follow us, um, and if you're not subscribed, please subscribe. Please subscribe. We're on all your major podcast platforms. You can find us on your favorite podcast platform. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Youth Development, What's Working and What's Not, YDWW Chicago on IG. And uh, we usually leave the, the broadcast with um, saying something um, encouragement, encouraging to our young people. Um, so I would say to the parents um, to be open mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to be open to be open and and to um, introduce that conversation from a, a place of wanting to hear mm-hmm. of wanting to listen and to not be um, um, so defensive in your perspective I know you want them to be because Ultimately, we both have the same end goal, which is to be successful. We just may have different ideas on how to get there. Mm-hmm. What you got, Tyra? You know, you said uh, we end the broadcast, and I was like, "Oh my God, this is we are we are official podcasters." <laughs> ah, yes, <laughs> you you made it sound so official, Jackie. Yes, yes. <laughs> Uh, so I got stuck for a second, but um, if I had to share anything, I love that you talk to the parents. I'm going to talk to um, our, our positive, uh, healthy relationships 
uh, with our other trusted adults. Mm-hmm. Um, there, my prayer is that when you look at every young person in your life, you do not see limitation, you do not see lack, mm. um, and that you speak that into them too. Because again, there are so many young people that go through the day without one somebody saying "I love you," without one somebody saying, um, "You know, I believe in you." Uh, and I know sometimes we think we're doing the work, right? Mm-hmm. But there is so much power in our words. And we have to be, uh, as youth development practitioners, as youth development workers, you know, whatever your preferred title is, we have to be those chosen few that are willing to speak what we believe into them, um, what we know is true into our young people so uh again my my request and my call to action is that when you look at a young person um as also as a as a believer i just would hope that you would see the face of god in them but um that you also uh do not see limitation or lack on that young person Mm. powerful that's deep that's very proper. No, for real. <laughs> that's, that's that's very um, insightful, very thorough. So, all right, y'all. Uh, you can catch us next Friday on some. I always say on some platform because it, it we we switch it up. Um, Listen, we try to give y'all a little bit of everything. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you can find us either on on on. We'll probably be on. Maybe we'll do a Facebook Live next Friday. Not sure, but again, uh, follow us on Facebook. Um, you develop what's working and what's not, and follow us on. Maybe we should try to do. You ever thought about us doing an IG live? <gasps> yes, I have. <laughs> I would love us to do that. That would be dope, and we could read the comments at the. Oh yes, Ooh. let's do that. Okay, so listen, so I got we're my gonna try today. To get... We could do that. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna try. Look, pray for us. We're gonna try IG live uh, next week. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Okay, y'all pray. Y'all start praying now. (laughs) Also, if y'all want to hear topics or y'all have questions um, or just want to pick our brains, right? We are welcoming people. Please leave us comments. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, Definitely uh, like, comment, uh, subscribe, share, all the different other good stuff. So we will catch y'all next Friday. And so you all have a very awesome and blessed weekend and we'll catch you next Friday. Bye.